up guys welcome to episode 28 of beef's beef hope you guys had a great uh weekend it was uh nba all-star weekend louisville played uh, north carolina like we kind of went over in in the last episode with bj uh hopefully you guys enjoyed that episode i had a lot of fun doing it it was kind of crazy to look down at one point and see that that we had gone that long because that is the longest episode i've had um Obviously, I was wrong on my uh, prediction for the game the other day. Louisville, to be honest with you, was never really in the game. You know, you start out start out from the very beginning just absolutely playing terrible. Had a 3-2 lead to start the game, and then after that, North Carolina went on a big run, and it was never really close. Now, I'm not going to sit here and act like I watched the game because, to be 100% honest with you, I did not uh, watch it. I watched maybe like 20 seconds of the game. Uh, I was tuned into uh, All Star Saturday Night, which, to be 100% honest with you, is one of my favorite times of the year. Um, and to be honest, th- this weekend was just a fun All Star weekend for the NBA. Uh, I'll get into that a little bit later. I'm going to talk about the game a little bit. Um, just looking, just looking through the stats, uh, field goal percentage. Pretty much the same. Three-point percentage, pretty much the same. Then you scroll up and you actually look at the team stats and all that stuff. And uh, They made five more threes, which that right there is 15 points, which cuts the lead to two. We shot 13 of 22 from the free throw line, which I don't know what's happening to us here lately, but we haven't shot the ball from the free throw line as well as we, ha- as well as we started the season. Uh, we pretty much even in turnovers. Um, but they had 20 assists. We had nine. But you don't move the ball, which has been a problem with this team all season. And it's getting to the point to where you can't really say, well, maybe they'll fix. It doesn't look like it's going to fix itself. So I, I don't know really what needs to happen. Um, it's, I, I don't know. I, I'm hoping that I'm wrong, but it's, it's getting to the point to where it's pretty tough to try to defend anything. Uh, with what this team's going to do. They're so Jekyll and Hyde with how, you know, you'll come out beat Florida State on the road and and then, you know, you'll beat a team. You'll have Miami beat and lose it at the end on the road. Uh, blow out Wake Forest. Blow out Pittsburgh twice. Uh, beat Georgia Tech. And then you just... North Carolina is not 17 points better than this team. That's basically the point that I'm getting to. Uh were they better? Maybe. Uh, I think maybe what BJ was saying the other day is something that's something that maybe a North Carolina fan is going to see more than I will because he watches this team every game. That this team is maybe starting to hit its stride, and um, I don't know. I I feel like there for a while, Louisville looked like they were about to hit their stride. They beat a. I granted it was a depleted team, but uh, they beat Notre Dame on the road, which is the first time it happened in forever. Um, and I don't, I don't know. This team's getting – it sucks because I don't want to be down on my team so much, but it's getting to the point where it's like I don't, I don't know what's going to happen in every game. You go into the into the game, it's like, well, which team is going to show up now? So I'm still going to cheer for them. I'm still going to, still going to watch every game, even though I, I know I said I didn't watch the game Saturday, but uh, I'm still going to watch every game. I'm still going to cheer just like it's – the national championship every game. So hopefully the team washes away. We've got to quit turning around. The 
to play another good team on the road in, in Cameron Indoor Stadium. We do play the Duke Blue Devils. Uh, I was going to try to get my buddy Jeremy on before this episode, but I uh, wasn't able to do that. So hopefully hopefully we can go down there and maybe, maybe we can get a W and uh, that can kind of make a little turn for us going into the ACC tournament. So after that, we still have uh, senior night against Virginia. We have another game against Virginia Tech at Virginia Tech, and we also have a game on the road against NC State. So it doesn't get any easier from here. So, um, but like I said, the reason I wasn't watching is I was watching All Star Saturday Night, which was a lot of fun to do because I did come up with a game that uh, I might have told a couple of you guys about uh, next year if you guys want to use it. I may I actually I think I I might have mentioned it um, in the in the podcast episode on Friday, but uh, there were twenty participants in the uh, skills three-point shootout and dunk contest combined so I just came up with a little game and me and uh, three of my buddies played it on on Saturday uh, basically we drew it like we would draw for a fantasy football draft you just draw uh, wrote one two three four on a on little pieces of paper everybody picked the number out of my hand and then you just do a snake draft uh, our rules were you had to take one big man one uh, guard uh, two from the three-point shootout, and then one from the dunk contest. You could take and you could take them in any order, uh, but that's how you draft it. And then there were certain points allocated for different things. We made it uh, five points for for your guy if they won. Uh, two points for your for your guy if they made it to the finals and lost, and then one point for each round that they made it to. So. Not to toot my own horn, but I did win going away. It wasn't close. Uh, I had Spencer Dinwiddie in the Spencer Dinwiddie and Joel Embiid. So Joel Embiid advanced around, and uh, Spencer Dinwiddie won the whole thing. So just on the just on the first game, I ended up getting uh, eight points. So it was a blast. I also had Devin Booker. I actually swept the whole weekend because I also picked Team LeBron to win. So. Um, I did win the whole weekend with uh, how I drafted and everything like that. It was, it's a lot of fun. But uh, for those of you that did watch the Louisville game and didn't really get to watch the dunk contest live, I know you still probably have to either watch a DVR or see the highlights or whatever. But just seeing Donovan take over All Star Saturday Night the way he did with the dunk contest, because to be honest with you, I know some of the scores may have said it was close, but it really wasn't close. Uh, he was dunking every, he was making every dunk uh he was making every dunk that were like making it look easy um and to be honest like i said the the the, the dunk contest really wasn't as close as the score showed dj Khaled, i know a lot of people say i look like dj Khaled. i don't know what he was thinking in a lot of his and a lot of his grades on the dunks it was weird like some other people would give 10s and he'd be like right, i'm giving an 8 and then a couple people gave eight or nines, and he gave a ten. I was like, "The heck is going on?" So, I was, I was, uh, I was very impressed with Donovan. And it's it's exciting to see him kind of maturing and and you know becoming a superstar. It's it's awesome to see because he he's like a, he's always seemed like a very good kid. Uh, he works hard and all that type of stuff. So it's always fun to see. A takeover like that come to somebody that you feel deserves it. Uh, it would have been even cooler to see him play the next day in in the uh, All Star game, 
which I'm gonna go ahead and say it. I hope the rumors that are going around are true. That Adam Silver was saying uh, next year the draft will be uh, televised. I really hope it. I really hope it happens. And I hope it. I hope the draft doesn't happen until the day of the game. That way, you don't have something like what you had. Even though I know they end up winning, but um, you won't have something like what happened to Team LeBron with four players going down and, and all that type of stuff. I just think it would be cool too because you let's just say you start. The, I'm stealing Chris Webber's idea, but you start the game at you know eight o'clock or whatever, but at like seven, you introduce all the players. And then you have the two captains go out to half court, and then you have them pick a team. To me, I think that would be the coolest way to do it. You know when a player's picked, people are going to get pissed, which is then going to make them play harder in the game, which I don't really know if you really have to even worry about that anymore, to be honest with you. So um, I was very, very happy with the All-Star game last night. I don't know how many of you guys watched it. Um, that was one of the... One of the best uh, All-Star games in in recent memory for me. Um, I, I love the uh, the way the teams were split up now instead of East and West because everyone knows here lately the West has been pretty much dominant of the series here as of late. Um, and it's just cool because now you, they're playing for bigger money and, and charities and stuff. And... Uh, it was. I don't know. I thought it was very cool. I thought the teams played harder. I know the the score was one forty eight to one forty five, but um, you just look at the box score and you see. I don't know. You just see players played well in the minutes that they played. I mean, you take a look at somebody like Carl Anthony Towns, eighteen minutes, seven eleven from the field, ten rebounds, seventeen points. I mean, talk about somebody who made. <laughs> that made good use of their minutes, so you just had it. That was what that was what was one good thing about the or another good thing about that last night. It was, everybody was going hard in it, but it wasn't a one on one thing. Uh, it wasn't a one on one thing that everyone turned into a uh, a dunk contest. It was it was more of like you go and. Uh, pick up people on in pickup games and you just play like that so um i don't know i, I had a lot of fun with it uh, i wondered i'm kind of wondering what everybody else thought about the all-star game i know i have some friends that could care couldn't care less about the nba um i told a lot of people that i was going to start talking more about the nba i'm pretty excited because this weekend uh my brother ryan and uh myself are going to cleveland to watch the Cavs play the spurs so that's something I'm pretty excited about. So we haven't been to Quicken Loans Arena to watch LeBron play in person. Uh, we've only gone to Indy to see him play. So it, it should be a lot of fun, uh, especially against a good team like the Spurs, who perennially are always in the top of the Western Conference uh, and are doing it again, and they don't even have their best player in Kawhi Leonard. I wish Kawhi Leonard was playing, but uh, I don't know. You see a lot of rumors on what's going on there. You kind of wonder what is going on there, but it should still be fun either way. Uh, but uh, I don't. I don't. I want to talk about how how exciting the end of that or the fourth quarter really of the uh, All Star game was. Uh, it is. I'm pretty biased though because I mean I'm self admittedly biased. I wouldn't say really biased, but self admittedly biased because LeBron's my favorite player. That I was obviously cheering for Team LeBron, and 
um, the leadership and stuff that that happened down the stretch with that, uh, and just seeing how together that team was playing. I'm not saying it was only because of him. It was just you could tell that they really wanted to win. I'll be honest with you. I thought Team Steph was going to win going down the stretch until then. Uh, there was just there were some stretches where LeBron, honestly, it was like I don't really understand how anyone can say he's not the best player in the world or that it's even a debate. Uh, there was one point where he came back in the game. They were down 11 points. I believe it was in the second quarter. And he comes in and scores like eight straight. And it's just like, there's there's nobody stopping him. You're not going to stop him from doing what he's wanting to do. Um, so, but the, uh, the end of the game, the team Steph had a chance to get a shot off. And just the team defense that they had to stop what they were trying to do was unreal. I mean, you just think about all that length and athleticism with KD, LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Anthony Davis, um, and then Kyrie, which Kyrie played really well on the defensive end as well. It's, it's it was it was nuts just to just see them switch off, switch off, switch off, and they ended up getting Steph Curry in a double team in the corner. And I don't know, it was a lot of fun to see that to see that game play out. But uh, I got I did uh, forget to mention one thing I did want to talk about because it was something I heard about today. And uh, and I I actually have another beef as well, which some of you may know what I'm going to talk about with that. But you'll at least remember me talking about it because I've already shared something about it on Facebook. But um, I saw today a story from Bill Polian, uh, who is uh, an NFL analyst on the NFL on ESPN, uh, former NFL GM, and. Uh, they asked him what he thought about uh, Lamar Jackson, and it's—I don't know why it's surprising to me because it keeps happening a lot, but uh, just the stuff that he said kind of blew me away, I guess, and it kind of showed to me that uh, I don't really think you've watched him play at all, so. He they asked they ask him about uh or he's talking about him during the ESP on ESPN today, and uh, he says that he thinks that Lamar has neither the passing ability or the size to become a franchise quarterback. He's short and a little bit slight. And if anyone has seen Lamar, you would know that he's not short. And he Bill Polian is actually quoted in saying he's clearly, clearly not the thrower that other guys are. The accuracy isn't there. And so someone asked him, what do you think he should do at the next level? And he says, I think wide receiver. Exceptional athlete, exceptional ability to make you miss, exceptional acceleration, exceptional instinct with uh, exceptional instinct with the ball in his hand, and that's rare, rare for wide receivers. That's Antonio Brown and who else? Name me another one. Julio Jones isn't even like that. He also compared him to Terrell Pryor, and he also said that they don't, they shouldn't wait to make the change. Don't be like the kid from Ohio State who and be twenty nine to make the change. It's so. It's funny because you see that, and then you see Bill Polian talk about all right. So 
let's just start with the size. You see Bill Polian talk about how good he thinks Baker Mayfield's going to be. Baker Mayfield's 5'11", at the tallest. And you're talking about a guy that's six foot three, two hundred and eleven pounds. I I really don't I really don't get the size thing. That's the first thing. Um, and then you want to talk about the accuracy. You're gonna bring up the accuracy when he has a better percentage. He has a better completion percentage than Josh Allen does. He has a better completion percentage than Sam Darnold does. And I also shared something on Facebook probably about a month and a half, two months ago that showed that Lamar, out of every quarterback that's going to be in the draft, there was like 40-something quarterbacks in the draft, Lamar had the 12th highest percentage of drops by his wide receivers of all those 40-some quarterbacks. It might have been more than that. It might have been like 60-something. He was ahead of everyone except for, uh, I believe it was Rosen that was the only one that was in front of him. And I actually, no, I think he was actually ahead of all of them. Uh, and people still want to doubt doubt him for his accuracy and, and all that type of stuff. But to me, seeing Bill Polian say that stuff uh, is actually going to be my beef tonight. That's just, it's getting old seeing people doubt him. Um, I can't wait to see Lamar go into the combine and go and show out because I know that Lamar's right now just in the lab working hard and he's gonna go he's gonna go to that combine and that dude is just gonna spin the ball and then these these guys are gonna be like man i don't know where this was the whole time it was there you just didn't watch it where it was there and there was a drop it was there and it hit a wide receiver's hands and went to the defensive player's hands you all just fail to see that it's funny to see that some of these guys that are quote-unquote nfl insiders that are doing nothing but talking to NFL GMs and not going and watching tape for themselves are all the ones that are saying that they think he's going to drop back. But these guys that are going and watching tapes, like guys from Rotowire and stuff like that, are the ones that are saying, I don't know why anyone's picking against him. It's amazing when that stuff happens. The All the teams that are going to pass on Lamar Jackson, mark my words, are going to regret it. That dude is a baller. He's got a great attitude. I don't know why you wouldn't want him as the face of your franchise. I know me as a Louisville fan, I loved having him as the face of our quote unquote franchise here in, in Louisville. It's just it was great to have. He always has a good time. He plays hard. He's gonna give you everything he has, and you know that everything he has is is better than ninety percent of the people we're playing against. So to me, the last thing I'm gonna say, you take Lamar and does he need to improve on, on accuracy? Absolutely. Absolutely, 100% he does. But to say that he's just absolutely not accurate is, not to use the same word, is inaccurate. So I can't wait to see him go and improve on the next level with his passing game. And I just, I don't know. I can't wait to see Lamar Jackson do the things that all Louisville fans and people that actually watch Lamar Jackson play know that he can do. So. Guys, I hope you've uh, enjoyed this episode. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Duke game on Wednesday. I'm looking forward to the Cavs and Spurs game this weekend coming up. Uh, I'm actually going to wait to record my next episode and probably record it with my brother there while we're in Cleveland and uh, release it that Saturday before uh, we go to the game uh, Sunday afternoon. So 
be looking out for that Spurs game on Sunday. Uh, I am going to try to get a Facebook Live going on Wednesday. And, uh, guys, like I said, keep liking, keep sharing. I, I can't do this without you all. Um, should be picking up my shirts tomorrow evening. I'm sorry for the delay on those. Uh, the guy the guy that I'm getting shirts through actually got sick the same time I did. So, uh, hopefully you guys have a great week and enjoy this weather that we're supposed to be having. Uh, keep liking, keep sharing, and keep enjoying. I'll keep pumping them out later.